Welcome to Tech Talk. You're with me, David Dondi. If you've got questions, you want to find out more about something, drop me a line, david at fmr.co.za. Otherwise, that podcast, as always, if you want to go back to old show, shows or listen to this one again, fmr.co.za. Well, in nearly two decades of tech journalism, I've never had a padlock on test. Well, not until now. I have had the Masterlock biometric padlock, which uh, stores up to 10 fingerprints. And uh, it does what it says on the box, really. It's waterproof for outdoor use, and you can change the battery, which is important. And the problem with these things with with, uh, fingerprints is... Often you've got messy hands when you need to get the padlock and you're wearing gloves and the like, and they've got a cursor-like thing that goes around the fingerprint sensor that you can push in different directions in a in a set combination and open up that way as well. And it works. It's got a long and strong shackle and, as I said, designed for, for outdoor use. So uh, with that cursor thing, you would go, let's say, left, left, up, down, right, and then it goes click and you get your green light and the thing's got red lights and green lights and blue lights for programming. I have from Masterlock South Africa, where I recently went to their warehouse and factory and built my own lock. I've got Colin Harding on online. Colin, welcome. Good morning, David. Morning, listeners. Good morning. You're Head of Marketing and Special Projects at Mackie DIY and Masterlock South Africa. How long has Masterlock been in business and more specifically been in South Africa? The Masterlock company was founded in 1921 by Harry Sareff. And they've been in the country since the early 30s. In fact, some of the first product imported into the country was for the South African railways. That's incredible. And when I was doing my factory visit, I believe one of those original locks is sitting in the railway museum. I didn't even know we had a railway museum until that That is quite correct. Yeah, where's where? I've got to know in Pretoria. Okay, that that was going to be my next question. How many different products does Masterlock South Africa have? Because I saw an impressive array of product when I was visiting. We we carry the entire range of the uh, Masterlock um, product stable, uh, which will include Masterlock, American Lock, um, Sentry Safe, and the like. The, it's, it's in excess of 4,000 line items on its own, and the retail products that we carry are probably about 15% of the total retail market available or, or product line available. Yeah, I was fascinated to see things to keep people locked out of airplane equipment systems and, and all sorts of things. But you guys define yourselves not as locks but as mobile security. That's correct, yes, because the, the padlock would, for all intents and purposes, be a mobile security device because you would take it to go and lock up something. Yeah. It, it, it's not a fixed installation as such, yes. And, and that's your speciality. The lock yes. I have on test, the, the shackle is made out of something called boron alloy. Just, just tell me a little bit about that for a moment. So basically, boron carbide is an alloy that resists cutting with bolt cutters and what have you. It's about two times as strong as a normal hardened shackle. They, they actually gave me bolt cutters when I was visiting to have a go at their lock. That's their, their confidence. And then just just very briefly, there were three kinds of locks that you had around, those sort of steel plate locks, uh, brass locks, and aluminum. Give us a very quick headline overview on the three different technologies. Right. So basically, steel padlocks would be just that. They would be either made out of a solid steel body or a laminated steel. Obviously, these are high security padlocks and they offer you the greatest resistance to attack. And more so than brass. That's correct. Yes, definitely more so than brass. Brass padlocks are used in 
security applications, but where there would be a perimeter security in place of sorts. So they would be used as an additional security rather than a frontline attack. But but if I smash a brass lock with a hammer, I'm going to get through. Well, basically, a padlock is really there to keep the honest guy out. And what you are buying with a padlock in terms of security is time. Yeah. And and the steel would take a lot longer than brass. And And I see aluminium locks in your range, which I hadn't seen before. Right. So basically, the well, you one can't use the term tensile strength really with aluminium, but aluminium does prove to be under prying pressure and what have you, which are tests we do with padlocks, and tends to be stronger than the brass product itself because brass is a little bit more brittle and aluminium has a little bit more give, which actually makes its, 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 its pryability and what have you a little bit better than the brass product. Yeah. And, and not as interesting to the scrap metal dealers, yeah. Well, this is also true, yes. And smart locks are going to be a lot more common, I think, like the one that, that you gave me to test. Um, how much do biometric padlocks, specifically the one I had uh, on test, cost? Uh, the product that you have there would probably retail anything from about 2799 to about 3000 rand, depending on where it's bought. So certainly not to keep your, your ladder attached to the side of the garage. Definitely not, unless you obviously have 10 people using the same ladder and there's a reason that you need the controlled access to that padlock. I love the fact that you could give uh, different people specific access. I noticed that master locks in general cost a little bit more than the, the generics. Is there a warranty of sorts? Yes, there definitely is. Master lock offer a lifetime limited warranty on the product. Um, and they have for many years. For example, we've we've honoured product warranty that goes back as far as 50 years. Wow. So I can just walk in with a 50-year-old lock and go, this doesn't work so lacquer, and you guys will have a look at it. Correct. And if it, if it, if it did prove to actually be something in the manufacturing, there's a, there's, a, there's a likelihood that they would replace it for you. Um, look, obviously, if the product has been abused or used outside of the scope of its actual use, it, it it would then not be on it. But uh, okay, yes. so you're not covering it for hand-to-hand combat. I got it. Well, there I, we go. No, norm- normally I'd ask where these things are available, but your locks are everywhere, so I'm not going to do that. Colin, thanks so much for coming on the show and explaining things to us. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity, David. Really appreciate it. Thank you. That's it for me. If you've got questions, you want to find out more about something, david at fmr.co.za and that podcast, fmr.co.za.